We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Es la venta para amigos y familiares en Macy's. Ahorra un 30% extra en regalos increíbles para él justo a tiempo para el Día del Padre con tu cupón o tarjeta Macy's. Y obtén un 15% menos en cuidado de la piel, fragancias y más. O compra especiales que a ella le encantarán hasta agotar existencias. Da amor, regala estilo. Hoy en Macy's. Ahorro sobre precios regulares en oferta y liquidación aplican excepciones. Welcome everyone to the film vault. That's Anderson. I'm Brian Bishbury, hosts. Top five time today. Top five movies about tech. Top five tech movies. Top five movies where tech plays a driving force and narrative. Anderson, not about you, but uh, this is one where actually you have to have some criteria. And I think mine. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, but like usually Don't it's most like, list of criteria. No, but what I'm saying is, no, sometimes Black right there. Black Beauty the is title, probably not going to be on my list. Right there in the title, like a gun, bad gun handling scenes. Like it is what it is. There's not a lot of criteria here. There's a lot I, of criteria with that. What do you mean? What I'm saying is, oh, I you, didn't go, include, you can split hairs. What you're yes, saying. I didn't include any that are fantastical technology. You know what I mean? Like. Oh like yeah, Star yeah. Wars, like nothing. Not, back not to the, Back to the Future. Yes, a good example. That, that's like pseudoscience. I had, I don't, and I doubt it's on your list, but I had Primer on my list for a second, and yeah, I'm so like, you, you know what? No, yeah, it's 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 fictitious. However, my number one. I mean, there might be a day. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I like when our criteria does uh, match up, and and we do have uh, similar criteria mm-hmm. and similar rules that we're following. But uh, what can you do? And this, of course, comes on the back of Blackberry. Yes, this is that Very was good the film that uh, inspired this list. That's right. That's right. I, I'm surprised. Because I, I, I pitched this as as the idea right after. Well, actually, might have been watching Blackberry, and I paused to. Uh, I'm like, we got to do top five tech movies. Right. This is an amazing tech movie. Can't wait to, I uh, search for other tech movies that might. Uh, hold a candle to this one. Cause this would be top five. If it wasn't, you know, this, if, right. it, if Blackberry didn't come out this week, this is one of my favorite tech movies I've ever seen uh, to continue to uh, oversell Blackberry. But I, I sent you a text saying, all right, top five tech movies, movies about technology this for this week. I replied. Yeah, you well, did. Yeah. Well, good. No, that's not what you replied. I said, I think I said good choice. Inspired. You don't really think you said that. I fear what I said. You said lame. I- <laughs> that's all you, that's all you wrote back. The and opposite. Then, Nothing, nothing after that. And I just had to assume until getting here today that 
That's what we're doing. I like you to, to experience a show like the listeners do when it pops into their their downloads or whatever in their uh, oh that's in their the app. Topic. Yeah. It's like oh that's what we're doing. He's the, very invested in all parts of the show. There's going to come a day, Avery, where like I show up and and I'm doing my own topic and he's just not a part of it. He's seen no movies. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this show. Oh, oh we're doing it today. Brian, you remind me of a showrunner. If I had to guess. How so? If I had to guess what you do for a living. <clears throat> Why don't you ever plug your uh, La Maga show? Uh, La Maga, Avery, put it in the show notes. It was an I, interesting I, little story about you getting, getting was, invited to crazy, a uh, influencer uh, dinner. That's wild. And it, it was wild. What? And, uh, yeah. yeah. He, it's quite the story. I don't know which episode that was, but I listened to it. And it's funny. To, what, uh, do I have to hear La Maga? Am I supposed to? You should, you should, you should take a listen to that one. Least. You know what? Uh, I'm going to quote a great podcaster and say, I'll talk about that more in the after disaster. I thought for sure you're going to quote yourself right there. <laughs> hey, come on the after disaster. Tell some more stories. Tell I'd some stories it. about that. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that. Call it, in. It, was, it was a good story. It's a, it's a show that he does with uh, Gina, Gina Grad, and uh, it's for LA Magazine somehow, right. even though there's another podcast for LA Magazine out there. Now, don't confuse it for that with that one. This is the LA Magazine right. podcast. And uh, even though it's, I, I was very I mad. I thought you'd be disgusted. I was very mad that it's hosted by two transplants, but then the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's so LA. Like, yeah. It should have two transplants, yeah. right? It's certainly the LA that you see and hear about the most. Yeah, exactly. I'm not talk about growing up in LA. And you know, of course, I, when I listen to it, I'm, I'm raging with, uh, with, with, with the disinformation that I hear, like, mm. uh, because you know, I'm an LA guy, sure. Brian, I'm a born raised. The one Brian's like saying that he had uh, his, his favorite place. He said this, which infuriated <laughs> me. He's like, the, the question, a great plug. The, I love the show. The, the question was, uh, any quiet places, uh, nice peaceful places in Los Angeles. That was the, the question that was posed, posed. And, uh, Brian said, no, not for free. Every place that's quiet and peaceful in LA, you have to pay for it. Like thinking, what I, the believe, I do believe that. <laughs> I do. What? And then he goes, my one place that I would say during my time in 97.1, I would, I lived over by here and I would go to uh, the Marina del Rey beaches and that's right. lay down and recharge. And I'm like, Marina del Rey has zero beaches. <laughs> it goes Venice, the Marina, which is technically Marina del Rey, and then uh, Playa del Rey. Beaches. There's no Marina del Rey beaches at what's all. It, what's at the end of Washington? Is that where, where like Playa CNO del, is? Playa del, uh, that it's, side is Venice. That's What about just south of that? That's Playa del Rey. Okay, then I went to Playa. Oh, yeah, he went to Playa. But, it, it, but I'm just thinking of LA Magazine. I hope uh, Gary goes is in here. LA Magazine. There is not a one goddamn <laughs> Peaceful place, place that you don't. Peace and yeah. quiet. <laughs> You're not shelling out your heart. You can't get away. If you want to pay for it, you can get peace and quiet all day. Uh, but what, that's not what I was. I, the, the episode that I most recently heard was very interesting and it's shocking to me because I feel like, you know, we, I guess most of the time we're talking mm -hmm. in a I thought you would have genuinely been disgusted. Oh, I was absolutely disgusted, yeah. but that's why I was also shocked that you didn't bring this to my attention because <laughs> you like to see me disgusted. That's true. That is true. Yes. Brian got an email from like an unknown source. I got an out of the blue email. Inviting them to an influencer dinner. Yeah. And there was like instructions. But it wasn't like influencer, like gross influencer, like TikTok. It was like, it oh, wasn't this like is, women I'd be interested in. It was like, it was like, th this is a dinner for interesting people that we do. Well, every, they're disgusted. I'm now disgusted. Yeah. yeah <laughs> who, <laughs> who have influence in their industry or whatever. Uh, yeah. It was uh, not, a, not, not a lot of TNA at this I, one. I, I was, I was immediately about to delete it, but I said to Christy, I'm like, is this, is this real? She looked it up and she's like, yeah, this guy does these dinners. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Brian went, and it was an interesting story that he tells on LaMaga. So listen to LaMag. Did you influence uh, anyone? That's very nice of you. That episode. I doubt very much. I don't think I influenced anyone to uh, do anything. I tried to influence someone to option my book, but it didn't go well. Really? I mean, I, it was an offhand joke. I was walking through the wine section at Costco, if you must know, while I was oh. listening to the part where you were talking. And literally, I was walking so through the wine Brian section. you week, too. I watched Air. You were, wow. <laughs> you were I listening was, to LaMaga. I do have influence. And, and Brian was telling... Uh, <sighs> He was boasting about. Well, this is going was into the negative the plug. <laughs> this is going to the negative plug territory again, which I'm not trying to. But he was telling Gina that he thinks he's the only person who showed up to the uh, party with anything in hand. I think and it was. He went out of his way to bring a. He's like, it would have been easy to bring a very expensive, fancy wine, right? But I thought I'd bring one with story. Yeah, interesting. And uh, I brought this wine that, uh, you know, they smuggled the, the seeds of the grape out of France uh, generations ago. And I'm like, and I'm, as I'm walking through Costco, like, looking for a $5 Pinot, <laughs> which I think is great. And I'm like, we couldn't be more different. <laughs> Brian and I could not be more different. That bottle's only like 40 bucks. Only <laughs> if I were to drink a $40 bottle of wine, I'm celebrating something massive because that yeah. is so GD. At, Atticus graduating high school. I have a $70 bottle of beer that Better Brian sent me like two years ago, probably. And it's just sitting in there waiting for. You'd have to Atticus win an Oscar for you. <laughs> I don't deserve that beer. It just seems so like gratuitous for me to drink something like that, that I'm going to urinate. Just, you know what? I'm going to bring a $40 bottle of wine to our watch along. I'm going to celebrate Beastmaster. <laughs> I, I might have to celebrate some Beastmaster because it's goddamn great. It is so great, Brian. Have you not seen Beastmaster? I've not seen Beastmaster. You've not seen the Beastmaster. I don't think I was allowed. You're going to be on, on, you're going to be shocked that it's PG. You're going to be like, uh, children are allowed to children. watch. Well, with, We're with guidance and with the parental yeah. guy. Have you seen the Beastmaster? I have not. Oh, uh, it's all one word. Don't be confused. The Beast Master. We'll be watching that. Day. I don't think this was permitted during my childhood. May twenty fourth. Yeah, I don't think I was allowed. It's, it's funny because PG does mean parental guidance. Yeah. So people think it means nowadays. Yeah, I'll let your kids see whatever you want. But like, yeah, if parents guide your Maybe kids. Yeah. Maybe away from this. Gu- yeah, guide their eyes away yeah. at certain scenes, like especially when the big uh, wing dudes are turning your body into bones. <laughs> Horrifying. Like when the eyeball gets stuck with the stick. I'm excited for that. When the child gets hurled into the fire, there is an eagle that comes in, some marmots, some ferrets that save the day. All right, excited to watch the Beastmaster. Uh, Thanks right. for listening to the show, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to uh, be enraged, and uh, you know, I, I get to text you now because you're always texting me. Uh, while you're listening after this. Uh, I was giggling as the show opened tonight. Uh, I don't know if you if you detected that, but. You did. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, as you would like to say, um, I was at a red light on the freeway off ramp to get to your house to the show tonight, to the to the studio, and I looked to my right while sitting at the red light on the off ramp, and I noticed some graffiti, and it says it said I love, and then it said a couple letters, and then the rest was crossed out. Okay, and I'm like, what did that use to say? What do they love? And after you know, I had like four minutes as L.A. red light. Uh, I was able to decipher it. Said I love abortions. Oh my! <laughs> somebody wrote I love abortions, and somebody was there. so don't mind if it. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody was so incensed by that, and I like to think that it was a conservative person was incensed, right? And they went out and got themselves some paint, and might <laughs> might have gone under the cover of night. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't even censor the whole thing. They just censored the Certain oh, parts. starting with oh, they left the A B there, which 
It's the first man over 65 to do graffiti. It's a mystery <laughs> to me. Though. Why not? Why not cross out the whole thing? Yeah. I want to know That's the a story. Mom. Who wrote I Love Abortions to begin with? I mean, who's going to write that? <laughs> who loves them? <laughs> who loves them? Even if you're in favor. I, I don't mean, think sometimes it's you know, a means to an end. I suppose if you're a doctor, maybe that's how you make your living. Yeah, if you're like Dr. Kermit. Kermit. <laughs> Dr. Kermit, that wow. guy that was like he was doing nine-month-old. All right. Nine months. Yeah, you forgot about Dr. End Kermit. Of, end of third and third of the, the, the later stages. All right. Mm. I love abortions. Uplifting. <laughs> Who writes that? L.A., it's a strange place. All right, let's get to our uh, our movies. Let's do it. I mentioned a thing on the last episode. I got some uh, documentaries peppered in here uh, because uh, there's some good ones about tech. Number five, mm. documentary. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember not even loving this movie. Like It's okay, but it, it is a very uh, ingenious look at what may be uh, a guy who is ahead of his time technologically. We're going all the way back to Tim's Vermeer. Oh, Tim's Vermeer. We just got to sign that because I have not seen it. I assume that you had not seen it. So oh, I have we're going to we're gonna need to find oh. it. Yeah. It's, you know what, though? Hey, assign her. Assign it to Anderson and assign me something else because it's, it's solid. It's, something it's Travis Barry just assigned it to us. And, That's uh, funny. Yeah, we're going to have to because I wanted to see Tim's Vermeer. I've wanted to, it's one of those movies that I hear well, about. You didn't see it? I've never seen. I talked about it on the show. So it, it, the guy, so Tim, the titular Tim, uh, he, uh, and the movie is directed by Teller, Penn and Teller, and it's about Tim. Oh, God. What? I'm so glad I'm dodging a bullet. Why? I don't want to see anything remotely associated with Teller. It's not Teller, it's Penn. I fucking hate oh, or yeah, Penn. Yeah. Penn, I hate him. No, it's not Penn, it's Teller. I messed up. It's the guy that talks. The guy that doesn't talk is the one who directed Oh, I'm in. Okay, okay yeah. Uh... <laughs> So Tim Jennison invented the TriCaster. You know what that is, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I used to use it. Yeah, TriCaster is um, uh, a, a, a video editing, live video editing device. Almost consumer that, use. It is? Well, the TriCaster, like the, the cheaper models that came oh, out. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I, they used to use them for like sports broadcasts. Yeah, they used them. They would like, go between multiple cameras live. Because the TriCaster... Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't know that they called them TriCasters in professional use as well, because oh. the one that... All right, they have cheap versions of them. You might know more about this than me. That's as much as I know. Okay. You're the tech guy. I had no idea that that's what Tim's Vermeer, never, never. Vermeer is about. No, it is not. Oh. So Tim's Vermeer is about Tim, the guy who invented TriCaster. He has since retired, a very wealthy man. And uh, now he follows his folly. And his true folly, despite being a geeky tech guy, <gasps> is art. He loves art, and he wants to recreate a Vermeer, Johannes Vermeer, one of the Dutch masters. He has a bizarre obsession with recreating one of uh, 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 Vermeer's masterpieces. And he's having a lot of trouble doing it. Number one, he's not an artist. But number two, he's having trouble like, mastering a lot of the techniques. He recognizes, like, this is something that we'd see in, like, a camera. Like, you can't actually detect this with, like, the naked eye. And he comes to realize, or comes to theorize, because it's never proven, but he comes to theorize that Vermeer may have been more of a sort of tech geek than an artist. I mean, he was an artist, but the guy what was year using... was he from? Vermeer? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Every look 15, it up. 1500s? I'm going to guess a little later, but yes, in like 1700s. Would a bone used by a monkey, say, or an ape, say, in 2001, would that technically be considered Yes. Early tech? 1650s. Nice. Look at you. Um, yes, I actually considered that for my list, 2001. There was too much fantastical stuff in the second half, but it is about like, or, I mean, fantasy. You know what I mean? Like really? Stuff that doesn't We're exist. close, man. Not in 1968. 
Anyway, no, but now. Uh, yeah, my answer is oh, yes. Oh, you're going to hate my number one. <laughs> hate it. Sorry, buddy. Anyway, uh, so Ver, he, he comes to theorize uh, that Vermeer may have been sort of more of a tech geek than an artist who used a lot of way ahead of his time techniques with mirrors and um, reflections and, and uh, uh, magnifying glass and, and things to Interesting. things to um, enhance his paintings. Whereas like, you know, like a guy like Van Gogh was just a, a, a wildly talented artist who was painted. Mm. Vermeer may have used a lot of what it would be at the time, very advanced technology. Mm. Or maybe he's from the future. Maybe he was. And maybe he's wrong. But it was an interesting uh, an, an interesting case. Sounds like a lonely man. He, uh, he, uh, he is solo most of the time. At one point, he almost kills himself because he has a, uh, oh. he has a heat lamp going in the garage. And that is, uh, almost causes him to asphyxiate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that got sad real fast. Jillian and I are kind of obsessed with this man. I'm not going to name names, but uh, he's... He's responsible for something that's very large. And we just discovered this person and this thing. But okay. in, this is in, very cryptic. I know. But in looking like we were trying to figure out his motivation for it's the guy that created the, the house, the one they call it, which okay, is supposed yes. to be the, the most expensive house ever made in urban. It's 105,000 square feet in the top of Bel Air. And they had a price tag at $500 million. And we watched this dumb little YouTube like tour of it. And we were just kind of fascinated by the guy that, that the developer that created it and owned it for a second. And uh, we were looking up his past, Julian looked up his past and he, we, we got the sense that he was like lonely, <laughs> kind of sad, even though like he's so successful. And he created an app called, I think it's called the Wolfpack or something. And mm-hmm. it was, Oh, that sounds lonely already. It was for, ironically, for, it was like an app, like a social media app for guys to, find wingmen to go out with oh so like if you're a dude who wants to go out and like look for ladies but, but you don't have any bros to go out with oh no you could go on the social media oh dear and find some dudes that are also looking for ladies and i would imagine that they have like like filters so like do you like brunettes because i like yeah. blondes it's like are you do you want to be the the wingman or do you want to be the point man or like we'll trade off like yeah who's, sure but the idea to even, yeah, I'm tall, you're short. I'm yeah. black, you're white. Yeah, like we'll, well play no up. overlap, no overlap at all. But the, the idea to even yeah, just describe himself. To th- <laughs> 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 I forget where that came from or why. I was the first one that. to download the app. Why did I bring that up? The wolf pack, the the house, the it's lonely yeah, man. Oh, because you're talking about yeah, yeah, Tim's Vermeer, man. and yeah. uh, he's he seems lonely too. He's going. You think Vermeer might have been technologically inspired? <laughs> Judging from these reflections, I got a theory. Okay, it's interesting. Number uh, five for uh, for me, I got a, I got a tie at number five mm. because I don't know if Pirates of the Silicon Valley, even though I've had it on lists before, I don't know if you'll give it to me because it is a made-for-TV movie, but it is a movie. But it's right there, you know. It, it, it's uh, it's right there. The subject Pirates of the Silicon Valley is kind of where it all began, as far as telling stories about. <laughs> this like modern day tech and the technological age. And uh, it's one of these movies that should not be good. It should be cheesy as hell and it should not be enjoyable, but damn, it goes down smooth. And you can attest to this. Oh, yes. No, I've, I still have not seen this. I gotta, I gotta track those down. I don't watch TV movies. So you, generally. you, you uh, rate movies on their, their enjoyability, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, you're gonna love this one. Anthony Michael Hall and Noah Wiley uh, play versions of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. And uh, it's, 
And then we got uh, Steve Wozniak is in there as well. And it just oh, goes not down streaming. It's got to be YouTube. Pirates of the, uh, of the Silicon Valley. That's Pirates right. of the Silicon Valley, 1999. And then just to make sure that I have one that's relevant. An actual movie. An actual, they're, they're both movies. But you and I both really, really enjoyed Disconnect. Oh, that's my number four. All right, well, let's get, hey, I, I love the chances. Let's get right into it. Disconnect, number four for me. Number five for Anderson, 2013 film, directed by Henry Alex Rubin, director of Murderball. Speaking of excellent documentaries, uh, Disconnect, yes, is about how technology is infiltrating our lives and in most respects in this film, making our lives worse. Uh, and it's sort of the lesson, I guess, the moral, the whatever, the message is, Maybe we shall just disconnect. Yeah, it was it was 2012, so it was not that long after the smartphones were in everybody's hands. And mm. uh, this is the first movie that I I remember seeing them tackle the the challenge of <coughs> illustrating how texts are because so much of our communication is text. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, right? Like, mm -hmm. and before you would show it's communication, instantly, it's instantly ubiquitous. You would yeah, people would be talking. Right through dialogue, and you would just have them speak. But now, so much communication happens through emails or texts, uh, more so. And they, in this movie, uh, Henry Alex uh, Rubin, he he put the text actually on the screen, so we could actually see it pop up. And I remember I'd never seen that. Now it's old hat; you see it all yeah. the time. But it was the first time I'd ever seen that. And this is the first movie that I saw actually tackle the idea of everyone living through their phones and uh, having to, you know disconnect from their families to to connect with their friends that, but they're not really connected it was tackling all these really big issues that continue to be even more an issue today uh, but way back way back when and I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that just that underrated from, movie are we the only ones who talk about this movie I've never been in a conversation with my film loving friends and disconnect has come up I, it's it's a really good movie. It's and solid. I wonder if it holds up though, because I have not seen it since it came out, mm. and that's eleven years, years ago. Movie, it yeah. might seem a little dated, but at the time, it seemed like cutting edge, important almost, yeah. right? Like more people need to actually think about some of this stuff. Jason Bateman plays a very concerned father. Uh, uh, you got uh, Alexander Skarsgård in there. Andrea Before Reis a recent Oscar nominee, Andrea Riseborough. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose myself for being stupid. I've been meaning to look it up, but I keep forgetting. Scars guards. They all they all related. Yes. Uh, yes. They're all like brothers. Yes. Really. Well, uh, the, the Stellan is the dad. Hmm. It's not like Scars guards. Just Johnson over there. It might be. I don't. Uh, but I, I don't think so. Uh, I, yeah, but at I the very least, they're all related. I don't know that to be true. I do know they are related. They are. Brothers. Should have probably looked this up off air to I kind think of there's keep like some, seven or some street cracks. I now I'm exposing myself of knowing very little mm -hmm. about actors. You know what I mean? It's on brand. I don't know much about actors. Robert De Niro is one. He's good too. Yeah, he He's is. Not a scar. Stop there. <laughs> I'm just trying to show that I know about <laughs> actors. All right, what's your number four? All right, number four for uh, for me. Goes a little something like this. Uh, we're going back to 1983, Brian, and this is where Hollywood wanted to take a look at uh, AI. Mm -hmm. And what if AI is just stupid <laughs> and a concrete can't, thinking? Can't AI. actually learn. Can learn, but can't understand the difference between games right. and war. Okay. Uh. They're calling it war games here. We're talking about 1983's war games uh, is about tech. It's about the concerns of AI, essentially, uh, being in charge of everything. Much different approach than the uh, James Cameron took with Terminator. He's like, well, let's take war games, but we'll put it in like, you know, right. uh, an actual uh, physical machine, form. Yeah. yeah, yeah, rather than just a chess playing idiot uh, who could, you know, push the button. And can't so. differentiate between a simple game and uh, actual nuclear and that's, devastation. That's the whole thing, because, yeah, mm -hmm. AI's, no matter how, you know, 
much we put into it, it's it's always going to be a sociopath, right? This might be a foolish question. Mm. D- does this still hold up? I have not seen it. You know it. what? I saw this semi-recently. Like I saw it not too long ago, ago. yeah. Mm. It held up for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 1983, but the the story uh, the story of Cooks. Yeah, it's it's still, you you care about the characters, you care about the story, you can, the pacing's there, the stakes are real. Yeah, I'd say that this- Love it. Even the, like the final showdown scene, like should be silly, but it actually works dramatically. I remember at the time buying all this stuff, watch the rewatch. And this is true. Like being, not being able to buy the fact that they let him do what they let him do. I think that they would have shut him down and the right. world probably would have exploded. I think they would have said, get this fucking kid out of here. I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That didn't really hold up as an adult watching it. Right. That was, yeah. Done for the screen. Yeah. For the screen. I think. But, but that said, aside from the tech, which is silly by today's standards, uh, you know, dramatically holds up. War games, everybody. Is it yeah. streaming anywhere? I'm all fun. Well, I, I watch classic, it. classic. War. Mm-hmm. Hey, Terminator. Speaking, of, I don't know. I don't think Terminator's on your list, right? Number three for me, Terminator. Is it? No. It is on Paramount Plus and Showtime. Ooh, ugh. I just got Paramount Plus for yeah. T-Mobile. Apparently, you just get Paramount Plus. Oh, you just get it for like a nope. year at least. Uh, yeah. Why? Why make the Terminator like with the with the legs in it? I guess because they have to assimilate. Okay. Yeah, they have to they, they, they have to uh, infiltrate. Because you guys. would think rolling around would be a lot easier than walking mm-hmm. on two legs. Okay. Um, they tried that. And uh, you can see that in Terminator 3, Rise uh, of the Machines. Okay. It was all war uh, uh, weapons of war. Mm. Same with Ed 209. Like, why, why, why give him like two feet? Why not just give him like tread? You know what yeah. I mean? Especially when he encounters stairs. Yeah, see. <laughs> we forgot <laughs> the program that part. <laughs> Well, you imagine there'd be some stairs in warfare. <laughs> Certainly urban combat. Uh, he's so powerful. He just, he sees stairs. He just obliterates them and he then just, walks over them. Just goes right for the elevator. The All right. So yeah, John Bedham's uh, War Games is my number, uh, what is that, four? Yeah. Solid choice. Solid choice. Number three for me, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm doing my Bat best him. this Bat week. Bedham, not Bedham. Bedham. Mm. Sorry. Another one that uh, doesn't come up too often. I think we both enjoyed it, though. We live in public. Oh, remember we live in public. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And it was a last minute uh, ad for me as as far as also runs. I almost completely oh. forgot a great pull, Brian. We live in public is a 2009 documentary directed by Andy uh, Timoner, uh, the director of your favorite Dig. Dig, so dig, good. Have you seen is. that Dig yet? I've not. Oh, Dig with an exclamation mark. Exclamation point. Great music doc. Not the best music doc. Mm. Devil Daniel Johnson's the best for, for my money, but really good documentary that I think you would like about the. Uh, Jamestown Massacre, Jonestown, Jamestown Massacre, and uh, the Moody, Moody Blues? No. The uh, Dandy Warhols. Yeah. Yes. Moody Blues is a very different band. I actually thought of We Live in Public uh, during the show. Really? Yeah. I, I, you heard me gasp maybe, nope. maybe like uh, 10 minutes ago, and uh, I, I typed it down. Fun Look. fact, I learned that Andy Timoner, oh, the sorry. director of both Dig and We Live in Public, was the right first, and I think today the only winner, of uh, two right there. Right there. grand jury prizes at Sundance. For Dig and for uh, We Live in Public. I think she meant, I think she made Bob and the Monster too. About Perhaps. Our, our friend uh, Bob. Bob who? Goldwhite? No, I'm drawing a phone. Forrest. Bob Forrest, yeah. Oh, there you go. I think she made that. Well, this one's about internet pioneer Josh Harris and uh, his, I guess, descent into madness. You remember he sets up this whole online, well, it's not online community, he sets up a community that lives together and broadcasts the entire thing and it goes 
predictably sideways. And then his next stunt is to outfit his entire home with, with cameras. cameras and microphones and his girlfriend. Uh, she doesn't like it. No. No, she doesn't like it. He goes the extra mile by putting them inside the toilet. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't need that. We don't even, and this That's predates, only fans, though. predates all like reality shows as well. Oh, this so came out in 2009. This would have been early 2000. But uh, the, yeah, the story that they're talking about, like him doing this with the reality online shows essentially predates all that stuff that we, we knew of. Yep. This movie's fascinating, especially where it winds up. Ahead of its time. Where it's, time. it's way ahead of its time. Really, really good movie. Fascinating movie. The kind of movie you can't stop thinking about after you watch it. Mm. You don't like the characters necessarily. He's despicable. To an extent, yeah, he's not enjoyable. No, uh, he's not fun. Uh, but I will say the, the movie Ill. is. Mentally. I remember the movie being for a documentary, very cinematic. Very, yeah, very mm. well, well shot for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. good pull, Brabra. We live in public. We live in public. Where can one see we live in public? Um, on the screen, usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to see more, a little more specifically. Number. We live in. Well, this is the part where Brian. We live looks in pubic. Uh, is uh, streaming. Uh, you can rent it. Say Hulu. You can for dollar ninety nine on Amazon. Mm. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. We going on to number three, or we're going to take a quick break. That here. was my number three. Uh, so I guess I got to do RoboCop now. I mean, we already talked about Ed 9. RoboCop is definitely about technology. It's about a possible future, a future that I think we might get to if we don't blow each other up mm. be, before we get there. But uh, where we have half human, half uh, cyborgs. There was already talk about this with, uh, with athletes and trying to go the, the extra mile and what was I gonna say? Just replacing like, their bones with titanium and stuff. What, there's, there's what, stuff. Are, what, are, what are pacemakers? You know, what are the one of the gastric bypass sleeves, but technology inside you? Hmm. They're using uh, nanobots, you know, experimentally to like work on people's brains. And you're going to be, uh, we, we talked about this, I think uh, last week or the week before about uh, 3D printers and how mm -hmm. like there is talk, uh, they've been talking about it for years now that we will get to a point if we continue to advance where you can, well, I guess you want to do it in your house, but maybe if you had a nice enough, clean enough, sterile enough house, That's but right. like doctors will be able to 3D print your new pancreas. Yeah. While they're, while they got you open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully before. So it's it's tech versus tech. Essentially, it comes down to uh, Murphy versus Ed 209. Ultimately, it's obviously all about tech. It takes place in Detroit, 1991 Detroit. <laughs> where the, wow, the shit hits the fan. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like, we're just completely lawless and like over the top and we need force. We need... <laughs> it's Paul Verhoeven doing more satire. And uh, I mean, I think everyone knows Robocop. Unfortunately, sadly... There's the RoboCop, RoboCop 2, which is good. I stand by RoboCop 2. RoboCop 3, which is an abomination, actually. Gio and I were just uh, emailing back and forth. Gio, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? He's like, I hated RoboCop 3. I've seen it four times. Why? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> but yeah, I walked out of RoboCop 3 in theaters. Uh, but then there's also the reboot RoboCop, which right. I, I avoided. Uh, that was very bad. But the original RoboCop is... You've seen many times. Okay, okay. I saw it this year. Okay, good. Uh, for, again, because my roommate hadn't seen it. Oh, okay, so you had to sit down yeah. and watch it with Robocop. Robocop is very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Stands up, right? And just the ads, too. And, and the, it's it's very good if you need that 80s action itch scratch, too. Because it's making fun of the other 80s, yeah. 80s yes. movies. It's The whole thing is <laughs> by that for a, a parody <laughs> and wrapped inside a satire that's lampooning everything, right? Yeah. Verhoeven's Sense of humor, but also celebrating it and celebrating yeah. it at the same time. Yeah, it's not really 
It's picking all the lanes and doing them all really well. Yeah. So you know, a movie like that should be a mess, but it's actually very good. It works. Very yeah. sharp. One of the most American feeling movies too. It is very American. Ways. Made by a, a, a non-American, a Dutch man, right? Verhoeven's Dutch. Dutch. Dutch master. And uh, yeah, it's, he's making fun of America, but it's like one of those things, like almost like Archie Bunker, like a lot of people celebrate this yeah. movie for the wrong reasons, yeah. I think, right? They don't get the... The, the satire, I know I didn't when I first watched it. I was like, oh, this is kind of disturbing. I shouldn't be watching this movie. This is think. quite violent. 1987. So actually, I was old enough to not be scared. I was a, still a boy. But old enough to know better. No, just they, a boy. They shoot the fuck out of him just at the start boy. of it. That is a brutal scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he really gets gets fucked up. And then and there's, there's, there's human beings that become like bug splatter on, on windshields. Oh, yeah. It's just explosion because he's been infected with the oh, toxic That was waste. merciful. That was a merciful kill. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just explodes. <laughs> I remember that really. Uh, but the creepiest thing, my brother and I were so creeped out by Ed 209. Uh, the rotoscoping. And yeah, just the, uh, the stop motion animation. Very, yeah. Uh, it's unnatural. It's very unnatural and makes it all the more creepy. And like, while it is funny, him not being able to navigate stairs at the time, it was terrifying. Yeah. There was something so terrifying it's about unsettling. that giant, uncontrollable creature beast of a machine unable to, to negotiate, navigate stairs. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Kurtwood Smith, I think it's the first time I'd ever seen Kurtwood Smith. <laughs> he still doesn't have hair in that. What? He still doesn't have a full head of hair. I know he's bald dead. I can yeah. see like an old man when yeah. I saw that movie yeah. as a child. Um, he's probably 29 or some shit. Probably. He's so good. He, he steals every scene he's in. He's so scary. Okay. Robocop 1987. Oh, Coming it's all about, up next. It's all about tech. That's right. It is all out. <sighs> Not Go. as good as Blackberry though. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's some bold. That's some bold brave. It right is pretty there. bold. Uh, I don't know if I can actually stand by that. Give us some time. Different let's, movies. Let's, let's deep. All right. Thanks uh, for that. Uh, stick around because after the Amazon read, we'll conclude our list after Uh-oh. this. And if you don't listen to the Amazon read, listen to what's happening to Brian's voice lately. He becomes what? Poindexter. It's, it's really bizarre. Mean. It's really mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Someone got themselves uh, an item that I uh, I see every once in a while. Items that get purchased, I'm like, I would like one of those. I could use one of those. Someone got a Blackstone tabletop griddle. Uh, advertised as uh, useful for uh, camping, but I thought to myself, man, that'd be fun to like take outside in the backyard, do a little uh, a little uh, pretend uh, camping trip with Tessa, and make some pancakes in the morning on your tabletop griddle. Good times. All the things purchased on the Amazon banner, include big week for a Nintendo Switch, apparently. Oh, yes. Yeah, apparently The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom uh, was released because two people got the Nintendo Switch OLED model with The Legend of Zelda Tears of Kingdom Edition. Five people got the game Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for Nintendo Switch. Three, no one can hear that. Three people, oh, excuse me, one person, Got uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Collector's Edition. HP 15 Notebook was purchased. One person got Black & Decker Portable Air Conditioner. Yes, that time of year. Got to load up on your AC units. Plus Tech Photo Scanner was purchased. Six, is that possible? Six Skylarkin Computer Privacy Screen Filters. Tech. Tech. And also could be a a groomsman gift. Unlikely. 
But probably here's just a screen privacy for all the porn we're gonna look at on the more likely don't let anyone see that is standing by. Leanne, 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 Lee Uni Fan Three Pack. That's for building a computer. It turns out. I or that up. you got to pack three groomsmen. That's true. It can be a small wedding. Or you have a BlackBerry prototype you're trying to design. Tack sidesteps for a Toyota. God, that movie's so fun. Two. You have one night to make. No, it's gonna take a year to make the prototype. No, you have twenty-four. No, twelve hours. Twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out. Two. You make the nano stations were purchased. I want to watch that movie with you guys right now. Seagate uh, desktop, eight terabyte external hard drive. Uh, two HP black high yield in combo packs. Kindle Paperwhite, one hundred dollar Xbox gift card. Uh, a Nova culinary precision vacuum sealer pro nintendo switch online and expansion pack 12 month family membership hey dude men's joe suede shoes microsoft 365 personal someone got that and, uh, excuse me choked on my own spit there amazon basics hanging storage organizer avery avery shipping address labels oh jesus these fucking words are not words kyodold key storage lockbox Rex bedding, 1400 razor blades, careful, WTB bike saddle, and finally, on, on city, on slitty, solar post cap lights. Well purchased. I just need some piece of shit I can wave around. <laughs> I, I, I go, go draw it. <laughs> I wonder like how you, how you interpret that performance if you have no idea of Glenn Howerton and his role as Dennis. I wonder if it's just like, holy shit. Right? Who, is that, who is that maniac? Yeah, like how, and it really is a travesty. Or, I don't know, travesty might be a bit laying on thick, but I mean, that's, that's, this is an example of why I don't really hold the Oscars, you know, mm. nearly as important as I used to as a youngster because obviously it's very early in the year. It's only May, but I mean, this is an Oscar worthy performance. It's great. And there's, there's, I just don't see a world where he gets recognized. I'm just smashing the phone. <laughs> just the payphone. He's such a great character, right? I, the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking like, he's just gonna be like an iconic character that like people, people who have seen and appreciate the movie will like refer to almost. Yeah. That's a ball silly moment. That's so, dude, stop being so ball silly. I had a ball silly moment in traffic today. <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> he lives in, inside. I have a part of him that lives inside. No, I think we all it's do. It's very gratifying to watch him come out. <laughs> and not give a shit. And not care at all. And then well, just, when, leave. just when leave. He, when he rececognizes that he's got, <laughs> that Matt Johnson's got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Velcro wallet. <laughs> just, you see his face just kind of like, he like he, he recognizes, <laughs> acknowledges it to himself. As they're paying in change. <laughs> Uh, here are the movies that were clicked uh, to. This is the last time I talked to you. Evil Dead Rise is clicked through, as well as Grindhouse, Planet Terror, Grindhouse, Death Proof. King of New York was clicked through. King of New York, though. Have you seen that King of New York? Nope. Does not go down smooth. Joyously. <laughs> not go down smooth. <laughs> Guilty of Sin, as well as Cape Fear. Which Cape Fear was Mitchum. it? Was it the Mitchum? Or he's was in it both? Mitchum's right? in both. Yeah, he's got a cameo on the, uh, the remake. Uh, what about Bob? Click through a fault of the years. So what about Bob? El, El Mariachi. Was it made for 10000 or 100000 It's confusing, but uh, they went on to watch Desperado as well, as well as Once Upon a Time in Mexico to complete the trilogy, the El Mariachi trilogy. Uh, hats off to you. We did that. Mulholland Falls. Let's click through. That's a tough one. That's a very tough one. That's self wash. 
Ah, David Lynch, like he did this this thing with Mall of All. We talked about it on the on the program where he's trying to do, be very very like uh, sexy and and he is successfully showing like you know some 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 titillating uh, scene and then just smash cuts to a bloated dead uh, 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 right. black and blue body of one of the two that was involved in it. It's just it's very very. Uh, Gonna give you black and blue balls, Brian. Once upon a uh, Pitch Perfect three was clicked through as well as Scream six, Keanu, Tupac Resurrection, Targets, Fucked the Yes, and Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania was clicked through. I love the fact that somebody watched Targets and uh, should make you feel deep shame there, Avery. This just in. Blackberry and stuff. Fast X is two hours and twenty one minutes. Seems short for a movie like that. It's technically it's seven hours because there's three parts. It's fucking Lord of the Rings ass. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to say. There's nothing left that they have to say with this story. It's just nothing. (laughs) But they got seven hours to to do it. They're gonna have to drill to the earth. I I don't know where they go. I really don't. I bet there's some stuff about family though. Well, that's family's an eternal theme in a a story of human. I'm kidding. Well, wait. Let's wait and see. Uh, I so you guys are seeing this this fast X. I, I will not be. You okay. must. I will not. No, we're still in the format. Amazon read. I know. I, I'm, that's why I'm burying it in here because I got some shame that I'm not watching it. You might say it's hurting the show. I, I've decided I can't win because you know people are like say they say stop watching movies like this. You don't. You should not be talking about movies like that. And other people are like, we should hear you talk about those movies because they enrage you. Um, <clears throat> I want to hear reports though from you guys, and uh, please listen carefully. To see if there is any any crying any, in the auditorium. Okay. Because I, if you see it opening weekend, I would bet that there are some people that cry. What if it's me? <laughs> Report. <laughs> Be honest. All right. Okay. Am I yeah, there was one guy crying. Very handsome, strapping man. <laughs> I think I've seen two of them, maybe three. Mm. He was on at the wolf pack immediately after. I'm jealous, guys. I am. I am. I'm, to be totally honest, Wolfpack. I wish. I wish that uh, I was into the, the this movie, this franchise. I, I wish I was it. into this franchise. I wish I, I see how Avery enjoys it, and I got some jealousy. I really do because he's not liking it. Ironically, he truly is allowing himself to enjoy it. Is, it is one of the few franchises that I can fully shut my brain off and go, "I love this piece of shit." Yeah, I got some of those in my life, but not enough, and I'm jealous. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Rated by the world! Where legends are made. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. 
but just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy, and triumph that when sewn together form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood, available now wherever you get podcasts. I'm, I, I'm envious. Oh, it's wonderful. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just said you're not in. No, but like for the ones that are, like ones about transforming robots, for example. Oh, I came across something transform. When In my research for uh, Top 5 Tech, I came across some piece of shit television program that came out, like I think last year, mm. uh, Transformers related. I don't know about this. It's like 2.2 on IMDb. Maybe that's why I don't know about it. Uh, well, I mean, it's Transformers, so. Okay. That's hurtful. Let's get back to it. It's not hurtful. I mean, it's just a fact. All right, let's get back to the program. For the fourth year in a row, Don is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ plus community. Don continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all, and that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Don is there for your home, or your home away from home. So visit can'tcancelpride.com to learn more. That was a long read. It's a fun read. It's a lot of content. Fun. I'm all about fun these days. You always Number have been. Number two for me. Now you could argue this is about a person or this is about uh, something other than tech. Uh-oh. What? Uh, oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing what you're doing. There she is. The Inventor. Oh. Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. I did not see this at all. You love this movie. I really enjoyed this. Well, did you catch up with everything else that was based around this after this success succeeded the way it did? Oh, the, there was, was like a limited series, right? With, yeah. With uh, Marley Shelton? No. No, it was uh, whatever. Big Eyes. I can't remember the name. Um, anyway, I, I watched a little bit of it. It wasn't Very demeaning. What? Dismissive. It wasn't that good. What is um, her name? I love that What word. is her name? Yeah, she's very good. Oh, no. oh, is it Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried, yes, Seyfried, yes, Seyfried yes, yes. from Thousand uh, Oaks, California. No kidding. Yeah, uh, not not that good. Uh, the documentary is where it's at. Uh, Twenty nineteen film directed by Alex Gibney uh, and is the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley. A profile of Elizabeth Holmes, uh, who uh, presided over the nine billion dollar Theranos uh, and also its downfall, and it documents her downfall and its downfall. She. Uh, famously hyped this machine that could take blood samples and do blood tests uh, in Walgreens, I think was where they had them, or CVS or whatever it was, but it would prick your finger as opposed to like the more elaborate, you know, intravenous that movie uh, blood draw. still makes no sense to me. Like, that whole story makes no sense to me. Well, it was the Emperor's New Clothes, right? Like she just said this thing worked and it didn't. It, it was complete fiction, fantasy. Right, but you'd think that the 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 investors and the people, the venture capitalists and the people that were actually giving their, their money, which they're, most of those people like their money a lot. Indeed. They would have their own tech people come and just take a glance wasn't at it, anything. Isn't it funny? She's you, like, just put the, you put the blood in this box and that's it. Do you remember the, um, the lengths they would go through or go to, to, to fake the tests? Like they would take the blood that was taken from the mach- machine and they would do run it, it through a reel. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the stuff that had to. They would go to Quest and Diagnostics. Then, they would go down yeah, to exactly. an actual. 
Like, needlessly elaborate. Because the CVS. And the, the actual machine was like frizzing out, right? When they put the actual liquid in it, it was just like a literal smoke was coming out of it at one point, I think. Yeah, it, was, it didn't, didn't oh, work at all. Oh, just destroy the samples immediately. Yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't line up. It's one of those things where it's just like, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a tear in the much, matrix. Like, this, this story's much, not real. How much did they leave out to make a compelling narrative? And it, and it may be some, maybe a lot, but the narrative is compelling. Yeah, it's compelling. Um, that voice. Yeah. The voice, the makeup, the, oh. the turtle X. It all just made me uncomfortable, but not like, oh my God, I can't believe how far this is pushing me. It's just kind of like annoying. I was she like, is annoying so with, uncomfortable. She's uncomfortable and annoying. And the people that bought into her were annoying mm. and uncomfortable. And it's like, <sighs> so much wasted time and energy for something that could have been good or should have been good or could have you know, been the world changed the world. I mean, obviously it was a magic box, right? Yeah. And she was just found guilty recently, right? She's doing I think she she just do got prison out. time. I think she just got out. Yeah. Cause the New York times did a profile, a very fluffy profile. Like this is not the Elizabeth Holmes, you know, it's like, no, it is. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Who fucking knows why the New York times says anything. Oh, they, they got some good stuff. I know, but this is a feature of like, the real Elizabeth Holmes. And mm. it's like, no, we know who she is. Mm. We, we, she defrauded many people out of a lot of money. They got a documentary series. Uh, they're halfway through the second season on, I think it's on Hulu. It's a really good New York Times uh, documentary series. Very good. They got some great subjects. It is sadly, you know, the state of journalism. It is still kind of the um, the pillar standard. of journalism, right? It's it's still our standard that we measure journalists by. I would say the Post probably is more so. Washington Post? Uh, New York Post. Oh, the New York <laughs> Daily Mail <laughs> or page six. I mean, that's good. Okay. You know, I, I stand corrected. <clears throat> no, yeah, it is sad. Like where, where do we stand? Right. Where do we stand? Brian? Like this is, this is our, our standard. The only reason why I'm, I'm kind of encouraging this conversation because mm -hmm. it, it's all, it's all apt, right? It's all about technology. Oh, that's right. And that's why we are where we are. Right. It's because of tech. Well put. 20 years ago. Right. You see the future. Like somebody comes and says, here's the future. Like we're going to have like the internet and free information and like, you know, anything you need to look yeah. up. You can as you're watching it. the first fast and few, as you're watching the, Oh my God, I know 20 years ago is not a, <laughs> but I mean, if you, if, if you were like one, a, a more young, innocent, uh, Pollyannish stuff and, and you, would you ever dream that people would be dumber? Yeah. <laughs> you would well, never dream, right? We, it's we'll just, have, we'll have the, the odds makers would never, the answer to virtually any question is in your pocket. Yeah. Everyone's pocket. And yet we argue more than ever. But because ever, everyone's pocket has any answer they yeah. want. That's, That's right. the thing. Like any answer you're looking you for, you any want. anything you want to be right about, you can feel right about. That's that's the true beauty of the internet, I guess, is like no matter what position you have, you can feel emboldened. <laughs> so, one of the funniest things Billboard said is you just go to I'm right.com. <laughs> such a good way I to I wonder say who it. owns that. Just I wonder which fucker owns that. So true. You just go to I'm right.com and then you find the facts you want. <laughs> It's getting scary, guys. It's getting really scary. With the uh, we were doing that, uh, we were talking on the after just last week about the uh, the voice, uh, the deep fake Fuck, voice. I listened to that Joe Biden ad like five uh, times. If you're not Fucking paying attention, a. like it sounds just like him. That yeah. and like we're going. The, you seen these shitbirds? You fucking kidding me? <laughs> the scary part. <laughs> Initially, is like, oh, they can make anyone look like they're saying anything. But the scarier part is anyone can say anything and then deny it and say, oh, that was a deep fake when yeah. they get caught for saying something. It, it, we're, we're fucked. True. We're fucked. I mean, it's the Wild West. It's beyond the Wild West because the Wild West found laws they and had laws and rules. And they got bigger buildings that were more secure and whatnot. We're just, there's no putting the genie back in the bottle, is there? Like, what do we do? 
This is an existential crisis. This is the kind of question that was brought up on Lo and Behold. I thought this might be your number one. <laughs> it's my number two. Lo and Behold, Reveries of a Connected World. Oh, they love this. I love this movie. Um, I absolutely love cave, this cave movie. movie. This is Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog trying to understand the internet and technology and the implications on humanity. Lo and behold. And uh, everything that I was kind of just, that was not planned. That's not how we do this show. But it all kind of uh, ties into a lone bowl. You've seen this, uh, Avery? No, but I've heard about uh, it. Streaming on Prime. He follows a multitude of stories, uh, lo and behold, and they're all inquisitive. And uh, that's how uh, Werner Herzog's mind works. He's trying to figure things out. And it all starts with the uh, the invention, the birthplace of the internet, which is some uncelebrated, lonely, uh, incandescent, like uh, lit hallway, tiled hallway and the UCLA campus right down the street from where we sit. And that's where it all began, essentially, this, wow. this great uh, World Wide Web that we have. And uh, the thing that sticks out most, I think, with uh, Lo and Behold is there's this one spot where they have these giant, I think it's, ah, sorry, forgive me. It's been a while, and I should have done a little more research on this one uh, since this is my number two, but I did not, uh, uh, full disclosure. But it's... It's this spot, I think it's down south, like maybe in Australia somewhere, where uh, they they are looking for signals from outer space, and they have these giant, giant dishes out there, and one of the main things that they're not allowed to have, I think it's like a five-mile radius, is there's no frequencies to be actually uh, distributed, so no cell phones, like no radios, no CB, nothing, right? And there's a whole ton of people that go and want to live in this little f radius because they feel like they are being affected by right. these radio waves and these the the, uh, the 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 5g and like you know wi-fi they feel like it's going through their bones and almost like safe like todd haynes right. is safe with julian moore from years ago uh like they, they feel like they're being affected by by this and they want to live in this this wave free zone 5g is a real thing Real thing. That's why you should burn down the towers and stuff right. because it actually caused COVID. I don't know if you heard that, but I did. Yeah, one of the one of the one of the things you can find on the internet there that tells you the truth. But yeah, it's, it's the answer I'm looking for. Lo and behold, is uh, they look at robotics. They look. He he looks at so many different uh, tech, technological advances, and you know he uses the word, and I'm using it here. Like a, advances. Are we advancing? Like where are we going now? And I'm not trying to be. You know, how do you? We haven't even talked about technology and like your feel on it. That's true. I mean, there's no, it doesn't really matter what you think, I guess, because it's, it's happening. And like when you have kids, it's like, what do you? Well, I think we have a narrow view of technology. Like, like uh, I have one uh, on my Alzheimer's, uh, like the current war. Like that's a movie about technology, technology of the day and wildly advanced. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Technology is and it replaced candles. So it's it was, of its era. Yeah. And the, the, the alternating current, direct current, changed the world. Obviously, I'm not breaking any news here, but like the the the, the technology is of its time. Like we look at it as antiquated, but it was incredibly revolutionary. No, though we talked about it earlier. Like in in 2001, the 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 ape using the bone yeah, yeah, that totally. could be considered technology. I, right? I agree. That was almost going to be on my list. I was too close. Would it have been that? I mean. The space station is technology, and it was taking a look yeah. at you know AI ultimately with how, but with yeah with, with lo and behold is it's funny it's it's revelatory it's it's scary and it's got Werner Herzog at the helm which makes it just 
it, it, imagine if you have not seen this movie, Werner Herzog asking the questions about technology yeah. and trying to wrap his mind around it. And that in his enjoyable. mind, it's it's awesome. It's an, it's a fantastic movie. I love that. Lo and behold, number one for me. I was just having a conversation with the aforementioned Gina Grad off the air. So interesting, you haven't heard this, but uh, she was asking how air was, and I'm like, air's fine. Oh my god, air's getting way yeah. too much air time. Yeah, on but you know show. what though? Her, her no, husband, air was good. Her Stop husband, it. air and was her, better than uh, fine. Seven year old are like really into basketball, so like she's thinking, oh, is it a fun movie to watch? I'm like, it's fine, it's good. It's you know, there's nothing special. It's a TV movie, whatever. I'm like. That's like the death nail. If I hear that coming from Brian, <laughs> that's like the death nail from any for any movie. It's but, fun. It's fine. It is what it is. I'm like, that's a movie that I will fucking hate. Coming from Brian? I mean, it's kind of true. It's got Damon. How can you not love Damon? Oh, we talked about the difference between Damon and Affleck. He Weren't you flanked. the one who was telling me like that you have a friend who's My like, My buddy's oh, an idiot and goes, Affleck is the talented yeah. one. Damon's like a dime a dozen and there's no range. <laughs> The it's dumbest absurd. fucking it's things absurd. he's ever said. <laughs> and he stands by it. He's like, no, Affleck's the good part of Goodwill Hunting. More range. Oh, I appreciate like, You're I, fucking I, high. I appreciate the contrarian <laughs> take, high. but that is the opposite. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. Yeah, It'd be like coming out and saying Putin's right, you know? I still can't tell if he's fucking with me. And he, and he won't give in. Oh, he won't give in. I kind of like this guy. I'm turning a corner on this guy. I think I like this guy. don't know if he's fucking with me. Anyway, I said to Miss Gina Grant, I said, with every movie like Air... And Tetris and all just, you know, movie upon movie about a product or something that is just kind of, okay, well, that's that. Uh, the social network gets better and better in retrospect. Like, it's a fine wine. It's like a fine cheese. You're like, this movie was, should have been boring as shit. Yeah, we always say that. That's my number one. Should yeah. have been boring as shit. It's procedural. About what? Procedural about business and Harvard and the, the Facebook and... and who, who who wants to see that? And it, it ends up being the best film of the decade, or at least one of. Yeah, one of. Incredible. Incredible achievement. Fincher. Fincher. And it's funny, Regina said, you know, what do you think that is? I'm like, world class director did this, and just, uh, you know, just a guy did this. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Army Hammer was good. I don't think Army Hammer was ever even better. Speaking of which, we're doing top five uh, actors we think are probably dicks. Interesting. On, uh, on the Patreon only yeah, episode. That is a good one. This this month, uh, I had to listen to an episode from 2011 mm. at 1.75 speed. That's about as high as I can go with our show as Why? far as when, when scrubbing, when listening for something. That's a long story. I'll tell you mm. off there. But uh, yeah, I was listening to us uh, do a hour long program at 1.75 speed while taking pictures of merchandise that uh, we picked up in Vegas All recently. Right. And uh, you brought up like uh, we should do that one day like top five actors that we think are dicks I'm like you know what that's a great, that's a great happy accident that I stumbled across this so we'll be doing that for our Patreon only episode this month All right, and uh, it's all going to be conjecture it can't be people that we've actually met I was going to say that's, that seems like cheating can it can it be people that we met that we're still not sure because didn't you they... out that though already with the shittiest guests yeah that was different though because I actually talked about people yeah. that were shitty I think we can get away with just doing you know, people we've never met. There's a reputed, reputed. I know that we're, you know, we're, we're LA uh, types and we, you know, we're, we're in circles. I think you can do things you've heard. I think we're capable of, of pulling five actors we've never met. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I accept your challenge. <laughs> I was thinking about doing dead people because they can't defend themselves, yeah. but uh, no, let's just do top five actors dead or alive that okay. we think are probably dicks. Can do. We can do all sorts of, we think are cool. 
That's right. We think we're dumb. We'd like to hang with. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're dumb. We think we're stupid as can be. <laughs> we think we're devious. Who do you think oh. is the dumbest actor I've to ever be famous? I've heard so many things what? about Ernest Borgman. <laughs> I love him as an actor, but I've heard so many things. <laughs> I've heard a lot I of met, things. I met an actor. Oh, how much should I say? There was a there was a guest. I love. I really hope he's dumb. That'd be so boring. <laughs> I've heard, dude. Read, read read a few things. <laughs> Speaking of which, that Yogi Berra documentary looks great. Does it, it not? It does. I didn't think he'd be interested in it. It looks interesting. It does. He's not. He's not singing folk songs, so I'm going to like it. There is a. Uh, there was a guest on the uh, on the old Adam Crowley <laughs> well, show. Top my, five dead my, dumb actors. <laughs> Stupid as fuck, dead actors. <laughs> Just how cruel is this that's, show? That's <laughs> With, and their heirs. <laughs> and their silence. And there's a dumb uh, DNA they left behind that's still alive. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, we've narrowed it down. There's only so many people that have, you've said too much, Brian. There's, I really, there's only so many people that have been on that program. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. No. No, because. No. You know, the universe. By interrupting me so many times. The no, the universe is not saying telling anything. Me to, to, we had a fun moment. All right, it was good for the show. Now continue on with what's better for there the show, was, which is something you have to say. There was an actor who came in. You see how I worked towards you. To the, uh, yeah. to the Corolla show. Right. Who I like and liked. Was a good guest. Mm-hmm. But um, I think afterwards we're all in agreement. <laughs> that. I'm going to need this name off air. This person <laughs> might not have been that smart. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what's worse, smart or a dick? I mean, dumb or a dick? What's worse? A, a dick. Like a dick is yeah. worse. Yeah, because dumb, you can be just, you know. But if you are that person, what would you least rather be? <laughs> I'd rather be a dick than be dumb. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Okay. Because you can change being a dick. Given the choice. Because yeah. I already like Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have many, <laughs> many cells to play exactly. with. <laughs> I'll tell you guys after you. Yeah. Is it uh, Ben Stein? No, Ben Stein's very smart. Ah. Is it Dr. Drew? No. It was Dr. Drew, right? No, of course not. Drew's very smart. You guys are barking up the wrong tree. Mm. Was it Ernest Borgnine? It was not Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> number one for you. You All right, yeah, social number. Speaking of dumb, huh? Yeah. Upgrade. Upgrade. <laughs> number one for this me is, your tech is number one is you know Upgrade. What? It's you a tech what? movie. It, it is. I will absolutely allow this because the whole thrust of the film is tech versus not tech. You know what I mean? Like like embracing technology versus resisting technology. The entire theme from the beginning yeah. of the movie Even is Even though the technology tech. is absurd. He loses his yeah. wife because of a self-driving car, right? And he's a, he's a... He's a he's grease like, monkey who likes to just hang out in the garage and work on his old... Like, he's tinkering. He tinkers. He tinkers with actual mechanics because he does not like the zeros and the ones. But then uh, once the accident happens and he's... Uh, left in the state he's left in. He needs stem. He needs stem to be implanted in his neck. I told to Cru- I told Corolla watch this with the son. That's a good Did movie. Did he do it? I don't know if he ever got around. Oh to my, it. he would love this yeah, movie. That's a good movie. This is a movie made for Corolla. <laughs> Upgrade is one of the most satisfying movies you will ever fucking see. It is so much fun. It's enjoyable. Uh, now, Lay Wano, uh, Lee Wano, Lee Wano. Uh, I, should know, I, I, I should know how to say his name. I'm not good with names. He came out with a, a similar movie um, uh, uh, just a couple years after this in uh, Invisible Man. Oh. 
Uh, Fuck, that is good. And Invisible Man is also a tech movie, right? Ultimately, but not yeah. nearly as much of a t- uh, tech movie as as Upgrade. And Upgrade's saying a whole lot of things. It's right there in the title. It's all about like you know upgrading. What are we upgrading to? And Lee, Lee one L, Lee his next Lay, one? Lay one L, Lee one L. It's Lay. I'm gonna go with Lay. Lay it on me. You've heard of people named Lee. Have you heard of a person named Lay? Now I have because it's Lay one L. They got the director of this movie. I've heard of him. Uh, the Green Hornet and Cato. Jesus. That's what he's in an, Is that an effective use of his time? <laughs> Who knows, though? I mean, look what he did with The Invisible Man. You know? Yeah, that's, that's a very right? good point. And uh, before Upgrade, he did Insidious uh, Chapter 3. For those of you who have not seen Upgrade, I'll just leave it at that. Watch Upgrade and enjoy. That'd it's, be a fun one to do a watch along with. Would it? Yes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I just, I, it's a fine line because I don't want to like talk over like masterpieces. And this movie is a fucking masterpiece. The movie is a is one of the most satisfying movies I've ever seen. Like when he's kicking ass, you're just like fuck yes, All right? It's just so it's the ultimate story of like where the where the the bully becomes friends with the kid that needs protection, and then they team up until it goes wrong. Yeah, right? make what so a duo. Good. It's it's you know what it just occurred to me is what Venom should have been. Well, that's the funny thing too, and I'm glad you brought that up. Is that Lay, Lay 1L. Uh, he, he claims to not be familiar with Venom. And this came out around the same time as Venom. And Venom is a story that's been around for, for uh, decades. Ask Geo. And ask me now, because I've been watching all the Spider-Man um, cartoons. This, it's, it, it is Venom. It's just a different version of Venom. Uh, and I love how he says, yeah, I'm not really familiar with Venom. So well, it's, it's just coincidental. Right? But I mean, it's inner space. It's the same the same Inner space, like the, the movie? Yeah, with no. the guy... No, he's inside his head. He's yeah, talking. Inner space is like they're actually cruising around the body, like it's its own planet. I'm saying it's the same construct of a body movie where one's inside the other. It's, it's exceptionally different, but it's it's about control. It's all about control of yeah. a different vessel and, and not and not having free will. That's what it's all about. It's like Osmosis Jones. Have you seen Upwell? Up, 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 yeah, upgrade. Up, 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 Have you seen up, yeah. Upgrade? Upgrade's great. Okay, Upgrade's tight. So I still like, I liked Invisible Man more. But both were great. Upgrade is so much. Upgrade was very good, but Invisible Man blew me away at how good it was because he had less to work with there. I thought with Upgrade, uh, no, with Invisible Man. I he definitely had less. I thought like, story wise or or budget in terms wise. of like where he could go with it. Almost, I thought he was going to be so boxed in with just how do you make something compelling about just a fucking Invisible Man? Yeah, I mean, yeah. As far as the expectations, Upgrade a souped up dude. I feel like you sky's the limit, but just a fucking Invisible guy. At the time when it came out, too, in, uh, what was it, uh, 2018. It was the like same year that Venom came out, I think, with uh, my boy Tom Hardy. And uh, <clears throat> Logan Marshall Green is like a version of Tom Hardy. He's like yes. the, the independent version of <laughs> Tom like, Hardy, He's like right? B-movie Tom Hardy. Yeah, and it's funny. Like sci-fi channel <laughs> Tom Hardy. The two of them, if you were to merge somehow and only take the greatest parts of both movies, which would be like 95%. Uh, up, up, upgrade, and five percent venom. Like it's a perfect movie, <laughs> and they also have like very similar leads, right? So, anyways, upgrade. Is, but upgrade it is great. It was very enjoyable, and it's all about the struggle against technology. And, uh, upgrade number one. Uh, also, Rand's listener uh, list. The listener list compiled by Mitch Burns. Number five is Short Circuit. Same director as uh, War Games. War Games. Yeah. Oh. Number four, Minority Report. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy. We just brought that up too, like with uh, one death. <laughs> one death. And we're going <laughs> to. 
This uh, highly successful program that has saved uh, hundreds of lives uh, is now canceled because someone on the inside uh, tried to uh, get away. Elaborately with spoofed it. Yeah. It was when we were amusing about the, the idea. Yeah. Something that cannot be repeated. Ever. Like every time a war breaks out, a skirmish, a skirmish breaks out anywhere in the world, like you drop like a, a, a large metal uh, uh, pod that releases MDMA in mist form to make everyone chill and be cool. But it killed like, you know, one old man or something because it landed on his head. Uh, but it stopped all wars yeah. and then they, they shut down the entire yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. So war should throw it out. That's Minority Report. Throw it out. Number three is a two-way tie between RoboCop and Upgrade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now we're Upgrade. Talking. Similar, too. Number two, War Games. Mm. And number one is Ex Machina. I could see that. Yeah, it's a, it's a big winner. And I love that movie. Yeah, I felt guilty not having it on my list. It just doesn't bring me the same joy as the five mm. that are on my list. Like if I was doing the top ten, Ex Machina is absolutely oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac's so good. He is so good. There's, there's a lot of joy with that. There is the a dancing. Lot, a lot of joy. <laughs> good dancing. He's going to tear this. <laughs> tear tear the, the dance floor. Tear this tear 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 dance floor. floor. <laughs> The end is one of the most bleak, uh, <laughs> the bleakest endings. Uh, sexy bleak endings. It was, actually, you know what? That's one that actually is a sexy bleak ending. Yeah, I guess technically there is some, there is some a sexy pill there. Yeah, I hope he comes back with a with a better movie because that last one, Men, was just. I need to rewatch Annihilation. Pun, pun Annihilation, fucking rule. I've only seen it once, and I I was blown away. I, I like it more it. than Ex Machina. I do too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It would. It's, do you too? I do. I think we're all in the minority, Although, guys. I think Annihilation's more uneven. It has more high points. I agree. Yeah, that bear. We got to do top five worst sounds ever. Top five haunting. The sounds. end. Just the end fucked my brain. <laughs> the end was like you know what it was like. It was like I equated it to two thousand one. Yeah, like it just kept going and and then he had and did himself with seeing? men. Men actually went further with the end as far as it just kept going. I'm like, I get it, dude. You're a nesting fucking doll. You're a nesting pervert. I get it. You continue to give birth to yourself in different form. I get it. And it just kept going and going. It's like, how is the studio allowing this to go on? But uh, yeah, Annihilation, like it's it's like the end of 2001. You need, you need to see uh, Debs. He did that is we'll scratch that same itch. He did a just a limited series. I think it's six episodes on Hulu. It's with Nick Offerman and it's about technology in Silicon Valley. And it's so, so good. I would say it's as good as Ex Machina and Annihilation. So, so Devs is like the self contained he, he did a one episode TV show that's like six or eight episodes. Who's he? Alex Garland. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about that. It's phenomenal. What's he doing? What's he doing? The, it stars the uh I'll not be seeing that. The Oscar Isaac, the the woman who's dancing with him in Ex Machina, she's I, the, one of the leads. Vikander, I think I saw no, the no, first Vikander, episode. The, the other one, the the, uh, the one. Asian woman. I think I saw the first episode. It's very, very good. Hmm. All right, and it's it's a it's nice and quick. It's like six or eight episodes. Very, very good. What you know of Jillian? <laughs> would she like? I mean, would she like Ex would Machina she? or Annihilation? <laughs> okay, she got mad at the uh, wasabi scene. <laughs> In in succession this last week, she's like, "What is this show?" I'm like, "Fucking hilarious! The show is hilarious." <laughs> it's Lemon Lacroix. It's medical. <laughs> she was upset. She fucking wasabi or lemon juice in his eye, Greg. <laughs> Little Greglets. <laughs> no, you're my Greg today. What? You're what? back down to a <laughs> Greg. Greg. What? Is there a chance that they do a spinoff with those two? 
I would watch them just. I would watch them just go to sporting events, watching the sporting event. Yeah, like, they, that's the entire show. They retire it's, and they just are their friends, and they're just like sitting in like a like a owner's box watching. They're back on the dating scene. Just, <laughs> oh my god, on Wolfpack. Yes. Wolfpack. <laughs> All right, let's gamble. Uh, yeah, last week devs. Okay, it's very devs. fucking good. Right, devs right. is must watch, especially if you're trying to if you're waiting for another Alex Garland. It's it, I would say it's as good as those two movies are. I think I watched the first episode. It's very it's very good. Uh, last week we gambled on Fool's Paradise. Anderson guessed seventy five. Brian seventy one. Uh, oh, wow. With twenty nine reviews, the actual score is fourteen. Uh, I don't like saying that out loud. Making Brian the winner. That is one of the biggest disparities in it a really while. Is. It doesn't. I think that I think what critics are are doing, and it's what you and I did as well, is like what could have been because there's so much there, right? With yeah. Fool's Paradise, like there's, you could see the idea, and you could see the amount of people that gave themselves to this. Yeah, movie. subscribed. It seems almost like like a George Lucas type thing. That too many people are just saying yes, like this works. Mm. Like somebody should have said maybe he needs punching up, maybe he needs a little more of this, maybe this joke needs a punchline. Maybe you should do a little something more with that character. I don't know. It's just, there was so much there and it just needed to be tightened. It had potential, but uh, you know, DOA. So sad. It is sad. All right, let's, uh, are we assigning films again or are we still doing? No, the- no, we're still behind because of you. So, Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Plus this was your idea to, you know, open it up to the listeners for a, a certain tier. So, no, I feel bad about that. All right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get, what do we gamble on? We are gambling on the aforementioned oh. three-parter, Fast X. Fast X part one. Fast X. Devs. How high do I go? Devs. From, from what you know of my wife, would she, I mean, she loves Black Mirror. And if we were doing TV shows as well, it's like Black Mirror is number one. But yeah. Okay. It's very, it's very trippy and dark and fucked up. And there's a bit of a mystery element to it too, where you're trying to figure out what's going on. It's kind of like annihilation in that way where ex machina, you kind of know, but annihilation, you're trying to figure out what is going on in that world and what is even happening. What am I seeing? That's more how devs feels. Devs. Uh, we didn't do also rants, right? Oh, do we have to? I, I don't know, but have to is the right word here, but we probably should. I mean, I considered the dark Knight. There's a lot of technology in that movie. There's that one scene where they try and get all like on the soapbox about, you know, information. Oh, the echolocation. Oh, no, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I did not like that. did not work for or me. Or Batman Begins. I don't like when people say that did not work for me, but that did not work for me. Some people deserve to have their faith rewarded. Uh, this is Morgan Freeman's ball on the plug. Some movies that should have been mentioned that were not mentioned so far. Her, which I mentioned on mm-hmm. the... Uh, Fuck fashion episode. Existence, The Fly, and pretty much anything David Cronenberg does is uh, Lawnmower Man. Metropolis. I almost went super hipster with you. Wow. Even watched 20 minutes Fritz of the movie. Langs. I have not seen it. It's 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 visionary for sure, but I just could not uh, get myself on that that uh, that hipster train. But uh, Metropolis is fantastic. I mentioned uh, the current war. The Matrix. Of course. I mean uh Gattaca. Pie. Give it over Gattaca. Gattaca, but it's more about relationships than it is. All oh, right. I mean, the, the the technology is to tell the story of sibling rival rivalry. A lot of uh, documentaries. Remember, remember Particle Fever, but the the Hadron Collider. Uh-uh. Oh. Um, 
That's about the Large Hadron Collider, trying to find the that God That could ruin, ruin our, it, our... That was a theory. It entire, never did, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Uh, Ron's gone wrong. Ron's gone. I mean, that entire story is about technology. Uh, Charles and Brian. Brian and Charles. Oh, yeah, yeah technology. Charles. Charles. Charles Patescu. The founder. The founder. Is that technology? Yeah, I mean, I guess food. it's making, food making his own like machines. Eat. That's what separated McDonald's. It's a stretch. More, more about big business. Yeah. All right. Anything yeah. else, Brian? Oh, Blackberry. Um, Blackberry. Atari uh, game over. What is that? What is that? I did not see. Uh, oh, E.T., the worst video game in the world. That's right. <laughs> that is technology. That is. <laughs> All right. oh, that was enjoyable. All right, let's get out of here. I feel like this is the we get a gamble. Fast worst, X. Worst Fast episode X. we've ever done. Fast X. This is such a tough one to do because the critics know. Like we've said, like with Fast X, Fast And nine, they always reward. It's not going to be less than 94. Yeah, they or always 14. reward the final, you know. In the well, it's not series. the final. It's not. What's, I know penultimate, anti-penultimate is the second to the Third last. to last. What is, yeah. Anti-penultimate is second to last. Penultimate is second to last. Anti-penultimate, I believe, is third to last. So this would be the anti-penultimate then. There you go. Oh, so the ultimate is the last. Okay, yes. so this is the anti-penultimate. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, I knew that. That'll give it some points. You were I had there. A, you were I had there. an uncle who, he, he gave me that word when I was a kid because he knew that my dad loved vocabulary. And he's like, try this one on. You know, ask him if he knows what anti-penultimate means. And, and he told me, and now here I am 30 well, years later fucking it up. Yeah. God, sorry, Uncle Uncle Evan. I know what you meant. All right. Um, God, what do you do with this? I mean, I saw Aquaman doing his thing. I told you, I ran into Aquaman once in my, my local mm -hmm. gas station. He was wearing... Um, he was wearing... Play fishnet? No. Uh, he had his kids in the car. Did he seem like a dumb dick? He seemed like a really <laughs> cool, nice guy. Oh, what a combo. It was a really, really... <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on his name. What is it? Mama. Mama. Yeah. Jason Mama. Jason Mama. Mama. It was like a Sunday or something. I walked across the street because it was like in my little neighborhood where I could like walk half a block and across the street. So I was like kind of off. The, it was a little bit, it was quiet. It was quiet. He was the only one in there in his classic car. It was like the kind of car that Ernest Borgnine might have been driving around <laughs> in uh, Escape from New York. Because he's trying to read street signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. Count the dollars in his wallet. And he had two of his kids in there. <laughs> And uh, he was he was uh, putting air in his tires of his classic car, and he was wearing <laughs> pants that looked like they they were on the rack in a a, a costume um, a, a room for like a, he, a prisoner. He, he looked, they were black and white striped, okay. right, and way too big for him. And he just had a big smile on his face, and he was just enjoying a Sunday. And he seemed like such a nice, happy guy. There you go. Anyways, he's he doesn't look good in this movie. <laughs> He does not look happy in this. <laughs> no, he's looking to even the score, which involves death of a family okay. member. Brie Larson is going to be used effectively. <sighs> she disappoints. She was Everybody's. on Loveline. She was on Loveline promising to only do independent movies and not to not to do like the big giant. She she promised. She's like, those movies just don't interest me. I'm only going to do small independent movies because I love Well, cinema. she said true to her word. Well, she, she enjoyed the <laughs> Nissan ad so much. She was like, let me get, let me drive them faster on film. All right. I got a number. How do I? Sorry if that died. I had nothing. I, I, I realized. I had that. quite a bit. They were prison pants. <laughs> like the old timey prison Like pants. a chain gang. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a ball and chain, literally <laughs> yeah. strapped to his ankle. I was watching a, uh, a football game the other day, a soccer game. The, the, the one team, they, they're all refs. That was their. Oh, uh, they're striped. 
They're, they used to be black and, I mean, white and yellow stripes, but now they're black and white stripes. And there are a bunch of refs out there running around. Is it Ted Lasso? No, it was actual soccer. Oh. F- football on the pitch. All right, uh, I got my number on three. One, two, six. Forty-nine. Ooh, Ooh, I'm going low on this one. That's hateful. I've, so, I've sold my shares. What are you at, 68? Yeah. You're crazy. With zero views. Oh, oh boy. That's the no new thing. That, they, they, that used to mean something. It doesn't mean something anymore. I think it means something. I don't think it does. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap it up. Ah, Avery, how excited are you for Fast X? Pretty excited. <laughs> Hold on. Guardian is the film vault. I'm excited for uh, Beastmaster. That'll be a good time. Oh, I'm also excited for Nausicaa in the theater. I'm so lucky because I was like saying, hey, it's uh, it sucks that I saw this movie like on my TV at home, Nausicaa. Like I should have seen this in the theater. I really wish that I had a chance to. And then lo and behold, <laughs> there it is. A couple months later, it's playing in the theater. All right. Is that Logan? Oh, I can't see what that yes, is. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Okay, good. I felt bad. Uh, the Guardians of the film well, well done Mitch Burns with His the art entry oh I was gonna say I was about to say I've not uh, seen too much from Mitch Burns I'm happy to report that uh, Mitch has come with a strong effort wait who's in the top right I think it's Mitch oh is that Mitch somewhere. himself yes oh nice Nick yourself in an easter egg Hitchcock-esque well done Mitch Anderson see this I have well done Mitch Check it out over at through my teeth. <laughs> Anderson and Brian.com is where you see Mitch's effort. Excellent job, buddy. Uh, Second Dam is our feature artist. Check them also out at Anderson and Brian.com. And that's where the Amazon banner lives. Go ahead and tap that. Keep uh, supporting the show. It costs you nothing. It helps us out. So appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash the film vault. Our watch along will be Wednesday and uh, of next week, and it will be Beast the Beast Master. Master of Beasts. Anderson and Brian is the TikTok. It's also the Instagram, The Film Vault on Facebook and Twitter, The Film Vault Podcast on YouTube. Thanks, all of our Patreon listeners. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Giovanni, thanks for your help with the show. Mitch Burns, couldn't do it without you. Mike Cole, appreciate you. Eric Kath, keep killing it over on YouTube. Check out Addie's Antiques. Check out uh, loadedforbearedoc.com. Can we support that? Help it get to its, uh, I wouldn't even say goal. I was just saying help it get over the top. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're very close to actually <laughs> getting money in the account so that I can actually pay some people. But yeah, much more to come with uh, loadedforbear.com as we move down. Hopefully next week I'll have some. Do you want me to talk to my guy? Yeah, you might need to talk to your guy if I don't see any money soon. I, I mean, they're a for-profit business, so you're going to see less they're, than They're think. not. It's the opposite. All right, thanks, everyone. Appreciate you. Until next time. We do it for Van Gogh. Welcome to the future in this year's wildest super fun show for adults. Hey, gang, it's Josh Olson. And Joe Dante. And we want to tell you about our podcast. It's about movies. Josh, there are a thousand podcasts about movies. Sure, but ours is different, Joe. That's true, actually. Our guests are writers, directors, musicians, comedians, actors. Hell, we even have other podcasters on. We play no favorites, and they don't talk so much about their own work. 
but about the movies that have influenced them and made them who they are. We call it the movies that made me. We've talked with people like Guillermo del Toro, little Stevie Van Zandt, Martin Short, Ethan Hawke, William Freakin, Barbara Crampton, Jonathan Ross, Dennis Lehane, Mark Duplass, Adam McKay, Lorraine Newman, Jason Reitman, Alison Anders, Elijah Wood, Stephen Canales, Eli Roth, Joe Bob Briggs, Roger Corman, Bobcat Goldthwait, Leon Douglas, Dana Gould, Martin Campbell, Shane Black, Albert Hughes, Emily Deschanel, Joe Biafra, Larry Fessenden, Nicole Hawkins, Shaka King, Lee Daniels, Rosalind Chow, Clancy Brown, Yardley Smith, Ike Barrow, Steve Arkett, Michael Jenkins, and Uwe Boll. It may not be highbrow, but it's lots of fun. Subscribe for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. In color to thrill you as never before. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.